This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome Episode Ocho Cinco oh. of the Daily Intermission of the Daily Intermission. There we go. Daily Intermission. Mike Tyson over here, pretty quick. Okay. Um, Nate, how are we doing today, bud? Pretty good, man. I mean, I'm a bit late showing up to the recording here. I uh, was trying to get out of my friend's driveway, and uh, somebody tried to drive up it for just for fun, and got stuck. Waited for a tow truck. It was the way he's like the way he got stuck too. No cars could get out of the driveway. Absolute <laughs> joke. It's like, of course, right? Yeah. It's over the ditch. It, man, like winter, just so many things start happening that you just forget about. I also want to touch on what's going on at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah, I hate rolling into that place, man. Grabbing a number, uh, sitting down. Well, dude, I, I haven't I, been in since COVID, thankfully. Yeah, I went in to get a new license photo, uh, basically, because my, uh, I mean, I look like an absolute beached whale in, okay. my, in my current one. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll show you. It's bad. Okay. The guy, literally, when I was taking the picture, was like, this doesn't even look like you. I'm like, well, thanks. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I was on you. a few benders and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I think I had that after party pizza, spring break 09. Yeah, oh, <laughs> party pizzas, you're damn straight. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's just like the environment when you walk in there's so brutal. Like I walk in, there's a security guard there for whatever reason. Like that's probably the last place I would think needs security is the Department of Motor Vehicles. But for whatever reason, we got a guy man in the trenches there. <laughs> he's standing there and he looks at me. He's like, "What brings you in?" I'm like. I mean, there's three things to do here, no? Yeah, like, yeah. Registration, registration license, license, and maybe a license plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all of the above. Like, I'm not strapped with a bomb. He looks, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's looking at me. Dude, I literally was like, uh, just for my license. He looks at me and squints his eyes like he's, like I'm up to something. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, let me in the building. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy smokes, That's man. Like, what are you guarding? And the people there are, are genuinely just not happy to be there, the workers. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but this is actually the job that you picked. Yeah. And you can treat me with a little bit of respect. Yeah. It kind of comes back to the customer service that we talk about. It's just, it is so inconsistent. And, and uh, yeah. more oftentimes than not, you're dealing with just people who are just rattled to be there. There, Yeah. Dude, there was this guy there too as well. He was, uh, he was doing like his learners, I think. So he was uh, doing the eye test. Yeah. This guy read the wrong line four times in a row. Like, he just, like, there's, like, that's not it. He's just, like, so, oh. So, <laughs> so you so can just, line like, one. What? So there's, like, that, like, optometry thing at the... Yeah, dude, they got it there, and they're, like, they're, like, uh, they're like yeah, just sanitize it. So this guy's just welting hand sanitizer on and then shoving his eyes in it. And I'm, like, that doesn't seem right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was just not, that's a lot of alcohol going right into your eyeballs, but... Anyway, it's, yeah, that place sucks. It's crazy, man. Anyway, it's it's been a, a week-dominated... By COVID. I mean, all of the leagues, games postponed. I mean, just even the province that we reside in, it's just we're seeing all-time highs in COVID cases. Yeah, which is wild. Um, Thankfully, uh, it doesn't seem like hospitalizations are up, so we'll continue to monitor, you know, how it uh, spreads through the population. But, but yeah, it's kind of the biggest, you know, storyline in sports right now. It's challenging to bet. It's challenging to do DFS because, 
I mean, it's like it's almost like they're playing these, but they shouldn't be playing these, and it's yeah. like you know, there's so many guys are, out. Exactly. I was trying to watch the Leafs game last night, and then like 20 minutes before, it's like it's postponed. Yeah. Like, there was five games postponed in the NHL last night. It's insane, man. brutal, man. I mean, it looks like we're gonna get NFL football early on in the week. They're yeah. shifting around games. I mean, the yeah. Cleveland Browns have like 17 players out. Jeez, man, um, that's so brutal that they have to play. You know what I mean? Like for sure. And, but even the Steve Eisman got interviewed last night. And he made brought up a good point. It's like you know, should we even be testing them if they're not feeling like any like if they're, yeah if they're well that's the thing. Have any right? symptoms? It's yeah. like well. You know, anyway. Well, this it, is a Mike Commodore went on a pretty good tangent on Twitter. I don't know if you he? saw that. I didn't well, see he it. was just basically saying, like, this is a joke, like, yeah. for the most part. And he's like, make sure to get tested, guys, so we can get those numbers up and locked down again. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Because it's like, I mean, if you don't test, I mean, like, you know what I mean? And you feel fine. Yeah. I mean. For sure. You're going to spread it, but I don't know. It's weird, man. Like, It's, it's so it's, political, and there's just yeah. so many different angles to take on it. Yeah. Like, I see both sides, and I'm like, just please let us live and you know, obviously the policymakers will give us um, direction and, and instructions on how to, to mitigate the spread. But I mean, the last thing anyone needs in their lives right now is a full on lockdown. Yeah. And anything but that I can deal with for a little bit. I, I was thinking last night too, about like worst case scenario. And as a point I kind of brought up is like, you know, we've been doing this for two years now. Yep. And then what happens when it's like, we're on like year four and it's still going on. Like, is eventually the government going to be like, all right, well, it's not going anywhere. We're going to have to live through it. And then it's going to be like, so we just did four years of this crap yeah. for what we should have done at the beginning. You know what I mean? So hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully it just goes away. But, like, how do you get rid of it? Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I, I mean, it's it's just so over my head what we're dealing with right yeah. now. And the fact that it's still going on, I mean, I don't even know. Like, I was talking last night. It's like, like some things when I'm, like, looking, like, at past years. Like, I still feel like I'm, I'm 25 years old. Like, I, I the, know. In the last two years, it hasn't felt like actual, it's like. It's not it's like, like life. You yeah, know what I mean? No, like, exactly. it's, everything's so weird, man. Yeah. But, I mean, anyway. everyone's in the same boat. It keeps happening, and here we are, man. Yeah. Anyway. COVID 7.0. Last night, a few boxing matches yep. transpired. Um, Frank Gore ended up losing his match to... Um, Very surprising. Which I, I can't think of his name right now for some reason. Uh, it might happen frequently. I'm a little foggy from last night's beers that I threw down. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, it's Darren Williams is his name. Darren Williams. Hilarious yeah. story, considering you say beers, as I do recall last Sunday when we were on the podcast... Uh, we said that'll be the last time for a while. Yes. And yeah, you know what? I got Yeah. Anyway, it's Christmas, man. You got it. You know what I mean? Season, exactly. Man. People are home. It's and just the like, way it goes. Yeah, let's go catch up, watch some football and, and have a few. But, but yeah, so, uh, but uh, the bigger fight outside of the Gore Williams fight was obviously the Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley. And, uh, and Tyrone Woodley got his bell rung, man. I hadn't seen a knockout like, like that in a long time, man. He fell, he fell straight on his face. Tough. Um, it, it was just a weird dynamic going into the fight. Um, you know, Woodley got a Rolex from Paul. They were very friendly. It just, it seemed like Paul was going to win that fight. He'd been training for a lot longer, training a lot harder. Well, I mean, Woodley, we know, came in so late. Too. Yeah. Like, how much was he training prior? I haven't heard, but exactly. obviously not as much as Paul. Yeah. There's and, no way. And now, it, now it's time for Jake Paul, who has knocked out every opponent he's taken on. He's now has yep. five wins. Yeah. He's got to go take on someone in the boxing realm. That's what I mean. Like, he's doing these pay-per-views, basically. Just, like, it's just pretty much the get-rich-quick scheme. Yep. But it's like, let's... If you're going to be serious about this, let's get into, like, the circuit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's start boxing. Yeah. Like, do it, man. Exactly. Not this crap, like, every six months where we see a boxing match. And, and you know, what's, what's crazy to me is that after the fight, he called out 
Nate Diaz and Jorge Mazdaval, who are both UFC fighters. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, uh, if you're going to go fight those guys or call them out, go fight UFC. Yeah, well, exactly, you right? Know? Like, yeah, they're not going to come over and, like, switch over for boxing and, like, keep doing this crap. He, what, he also said something about, just to Dana White, about the UFC. He said he embarrassed the whole company or something like that. Yeah. It's like, what? How? What are you talking about, man? It's a little outlandish. And, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with the guy. Obviously, he draws a tons, of, tons of crowds. For sure. I mean, we're talking about it on the Daily Intermission, so it must be you know, yeah. big news. Yeah, because we are indeed big time. Um, so, so anyway, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, what's next for Jake Paul. And I mean, I, I mean, I, at the beginning, I hated it. it there is, it is a compelling you know, story and trajectory that he's on. I mean, we'll see what he can do. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he can fight, so. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, there's no... Like you can't say he can't, yep. you know. Like he can do it, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just so stupid. I'm so sick. It's kind of ruining boxing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Or I, bringing it back, I'm not sure. You I think know? it's good for the sport. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it is definitely revitalizing it. Like Canelo but, and Ryan Garcia. Like I don't know when those guys are fighting. I don't know. When yeah, no, it's true. On. I sure as hell know when Jake Paul's fighting. Yeah. Well, you hear about it 18 months prior. The promotion is just yeah. simply next to none. Yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, he's a massive platform as we know i mean what yep. 20.4 million in, uh youtube subscribers yeah for sure it's i mean massive country. on all platforms yeah right? but so. uh but hey we're gonna start things off in the pnc championship we're gonna talk golf the golf channel has finally provided us with a uh, you know a platform to watch golf and then it switched over to national tv which i was so surprised about on nbc but but i mean the big storyline here is tiger woods yeah oh undoubtedly uh, tiger and charlie and, and even charlie man like that that guy is so fun to watch. The mannerisms are, you know, such like his father's. Do you um, see the swing comparisons? Oh, they have the two beside yeah. each other. They're like so identical, and then Charlie's just got like a little more like cockiness to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got like that, like the little jerk action at the end. And I mean, Love for twelve it. years old, I mean, for a lot of people, like I think back to me, I wasn't even playing golf, you know, at twelve, and yeah. let alone, you know, having a swing like that. I mean, he's not he's not very competitive in the in the circuit right now in in Florida. Yeah. But uh, I mean. For whatever reason, uh, you know he's gonna get, he'll get college offers maybe right now. Like he's gonna be well. I mean, think of what it does for just your school in general if you yeah. have him the name. Yeah, you know. But uh, what was it we were looking at? You sent me something last night. Uh, it was his yardages. What was it? A comfortable eight iron. It was like one forty two or something. Yeah. And I had to I had to sit down when I was reading that because I was like, Wow, Nathan, you really got to work on some stuff because there was a twelve year old kid with the same yardages as you. <laughs> a twelve year old kid. I know it's Tiger Woods' son. I know I'm not that good at golf. But like, man up a little bit and hit the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. One forty-two. Pathetic. Yeah. Um, it's pathetic. For sure. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I was hoping you'd make me feel better there, but uh, that all but confirms that I am indeed a coward. No, but it's funny just how this PNC Championship. I mean, you have to have won a major to enter. It's a very exclusive event. Mm-hmm. Um, but some serious names in the field. I mean, you got John Daly and his son right in the mix. Um, yep. John Daly II and, and uh, Matt Kuchar and his son, Stuart Sick and his son. Yep. Uh, you got obviously Justin Thomas and his dad and Tiger and Charlie and Nellie Corda and her dad. I mean, Bubba Watson and his dad. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Henrik Stenson and his son, 11-year-old. Yep. Um, it's but, a really uh, cool tournament. It's awesome, man. It really is. And and they've done a great job, but like you know, just kind of uh, reverting back to Tiger and, and you know how how's he playing? You know he's kind of played it off in the media that he won't be back anytime soon. Mm-hmm. On the third hole, he's got two hundred and thirty-two yards, mm-hmm. brings it a four iron, and stuffs it, runs it by the hole to like ten feet. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah. There was another shot too. He was like pretty tight. He just dialed in a wedge. Yeah, I can't remember which which hole it was or or how far the distance was. It wasn't too bad. Probably like what eighty yards or something like that. Yeah. Just an absolute dart. Which yeah. I mean, for him. 
yeah, it's a joke. I found his swing, though. He looks a little like Ginger. Oh, for you sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he looks a little... I'm not sure really what it is exactly, but it just looks like he's he's hurting a bit. Wincing. Yeah, yeah, wincing is yeah, a good word. Sure. Yeah. After one of the drives, he definitely winced. I mean, yeah, he's... Like, the thing is, 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 okay, we would expect him to be back for Augusta, or we'd be hopeful to. Yeah. I mean, that course is the elevation change in the walk for that guy. And Tiger said in the media, he's not taking a cart. Like, that's a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he won't be back for Augusta, I don't think, depending on, you know, how much, you know, training he can get on that leg. But it's a he's lot of walking. Back, and there's a chance he wins golf tournaments again. For sure, man. I mean, yeah. he's like, as soon as he gets a little more healthy, he'll be, I mean, he's still obviously got everything going, so... I'm excited to see when he's actually playing in a legit tournament. It's going to be unbelievable. For sure. And Justin Thomas came out and said, I mean, he was, I mean, he was impressive. There's just no doubt. He was hitting drives like 320 yards. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just unbelievable for a guy who was in an absolute write-off car wreck breaking three legs not long ago. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It was the third leg that was the biggest issue. Yeah. They almost had to amputate two of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think right now, you know, what are, what are our expectations for Charlie Woods? I mean, obviously, you can say he's going to be a PGA Tour player, or you know, maybe he doesn't even go on to play competitive golf. But I think just having your father being, you know, probably the biggest icon in sports history. Yeah. Um, you know what? What does that do for Charlie? I mean, you'd have to think he's going to be hungry and try to go after the PGA Tour. For sure, for sure. I, I mean, it's going to be next to impossible to. Even I saw some people saying, "You think he beats Tiger's records?" And I'm like, "Okay, can we absolutely settle it down a bit here, yeah. folks? Like that's going to be nearly impossible." You never know, too. Like, I mean, the kid's what twelve? Yes. He uh, there could be some little spurt too when he get like turns fifteen or something. Like he could just absolutely turn it up and get, you know, what I mean, yeah. like he could completely elevate his game and be an absolute stick. I mean, I, I, that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. I mean, he's got a I golf course in his backyard. He yeah, plays a medalist. I mean. He's surrounded by every tour player or every instructor that you'd want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's he's going to have everything at his disposal to be a fantastic golfer. And your dad is Tiger Woods. I mean, yeah. he's obviously got that mindset. He already does. I mean, you watch him on TV. Like, he already looks just absolutely dialed in. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, so, it, it, it's been exciting. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be on all day today. So, yesterday for the listeners. So, we'll see what happens. There are three shots off the lead. The Sinks and the Dailies and the Thomases are kind of in that pack at, at 13 under and 12 under and, and, uh, and Tiger and Charlie are at 10. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm excited to watch yep. Nate NFL talk. I guess we'll yep. break down the Patriots and Colts from, from Saturday night. Yep. Obviously I was a little hesitant on, on, on taking the Patriots. Um, obviously winning seven games in a row and heading into Lucas oil stadium to a good Colts team. I mean, they, they probably don't get enough love. They got a great defense, uh, the best running back in the league. Um, and, and the Patriots, uh, you know, they got down early. Mac Jones turned the ball over twice in the first half. They had a block punt that went for a touchdown. It was just, you know, they fought back in the fourth quarter to uh, to make it a game. But uh, but the Colts grab a huge win at home over the Patriots, and, and now the Patriots go back to the drawing board and look forward to the Bills at home next week. Yeah, I didn't catch the game last night. I was having the worst time getting streams going. I was at a uh, buddy's place, and, I mean, it was just a disaster. I couldn't even get the fight up. I was so rattled, but... How 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 bad were the turnovers? Like Mac Jones? Yeah, I mean, were they pretty like, or was it like he's under some pressure? You know what I mean? Like it's a one was a fantastic play by one of the best linebackers in the league, Darius Leonard, just yeah. made a, a great play. You right. know, and, and and they were both like if you subtracted the defender from the play, they were right on the money throws. They just the two defenders made great plays. And, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, they weren't like obnoxious, like terrible decisions. It's just yeah, and that's it not, happens sometimes, it does, right? Man. Like it's just how it goes. Yeah, I mean, everyone's gonna eat you alive when you throw an interception, but like, I mean, it's inevitable. Like Tom Brady throws. Them, you know oh, what I mean? Like it happens to the worst, absolutely, or the best. I'm certainly uh, not saying Tom Brady's the worst. What's uh, what's going on with Carson Wentz? How come only 12, uh, 12 attempts? Man, because he's running, yeah, because Jonathan Taylor, like we said, and the running back, he ran for one hundred 
170 yards. I mean, yeah. uh, there's, if there's one guy you want, you know, carrying the offense on that team, it's Jonathan Taylor. And yeah. If you can keep the ball out of Carson Wentz's hands, I mean, that guy turned <laughs> the ball deal. over with a pick and almost threw a couple other ones. Like, he's, you know, known to make some questionable decisions at times. Yep. But I think the Colts are going to be a good team moving forward. I mean, uh, they're good. I mean, they could probably de- definitely contend for that uh, that AFC South with uh, with the Titans. But uh, but I think they're yeah they're going to be a playoff team and, and it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but a lot of there's been a lot of uproar Nate, through the NFL this week. I mean, obviously we were supposed to have the Browns and Raiders last week. That was moved to Monday mm-hmm. or Tuesday, and then the Rams yeah. Seahawks, which you were kind of looking at uh, for for your overtime bets. Ooh, yeah, I might um, have to look into that. I'm wondering if they'll let me. Uh... Still use it where it's because it's a it's a Saturday to Monday bet. Yeah, I don't know if I move that out if that's okay or not. But uh, or no 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 wait no, who's I on? I'm on uh, the Packers. Yeah, Packers. Packers. Yeah, so they're yeah. sun. They're today. Yep. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll we'll hop right into that, Nate. I mean, you went back to back picking OT games. <laughs> so I think have we broken down this entire kind of you know. Saga. I don't think so, but it's definitely worth touching on. I yeah. mean, like, I know a few people know about it, but we may as well bust it down. As, as you know, if you follow our NFL picks, obviously we obviously bet on every single NFL game. And I have, from my sports book, $10 twice a week in free bets that I just throw Hail Marys on. Because yeah. I'm like, it's free money, whatever. Anyway, the first time it hit, I just throw it on overtime games. That's all I do. What was it? I, I can't remember who was playing, but anyway, it came down to a field goal. Greg calls me. He's like, what overtime game did you take? Yeah. And anyway, we figured out whatever one it was. He's like, they're going for a kick right now. If they miss, you win. Was it Vikings-Colts? It was Vikings-someone. Yes, the Vikings were definitely playing. I cannot remember who it was, though. Um, but either way, so anyway, I won the first one. This was probably, what, a month ago? Yeah. And anyway, I've done it every week since. Last week, I picked, uh, what is it, Chief, or who was on Sunday? Man, I can't even keep track. It was, uh, it was you had the Bucks bills Bucks bills was the one, yeah. and then I was looking at the Bengals game also, and they ended up, yeah. either one I would have taken, they both would have hit. And then anyway, Thursday, I throw it again, and I'm like, all right, I'm going on the Chiefs. And uh, what was it, the Chiefs and um, the Chargers. So I was yeah. watching that one. Anyway, hilarious the way it went. Like, we had... But they were down by two at one point. Out of nowhere, they do a two-point, tie it up. I'm like, yep. let's absolutely eat. And then at the end of the game, they had like a 60-yarder kick, and they just called it and went to OT. And I'm like, let's go, Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I have three overtime bets off free, free money. Yeah, it's just incredible, really. I mean, I, I don't know if you could replicate that if you tried. I mean, it's just, you know, you're you're obviously hammering free bets on overtime wins, and it's and it's cashed out. And I mean, yeah. it's a testament to you sniffing out close games that you think might end up in OT. And, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Packers and Ravens this week. Yeah, I mean, the Thursday ones are tough. It's like not even sniffing out. It's like one, I have one game to bet on. Yeah, it's like I'm just doing sure. it. Like, whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's hilarious, honestly. Um, so, big news. Last week we didn't touch on it, but uh, but Urban Meyer, yeah, uh, briefly the head coach uh, for Jacksonville, has now been fired. Um, I mean, it has been a complete roller coaster of a, you know, four or five months which he was the head coach mm-hmm. of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, he really... Never found his place. They're an absolute dumpster fire of an organization. <laughs> uh, you know, they just haven't played well. I mean, obviously, he was after the Thursday nighter. He was caught in a bar with you know young women dancing on him. Obviously, a very tough scene. Yeah. Um, a lot of reports came out that there was some you know it was a dysfunctional locker room, and finally, a kicker came out last week and said that he had kicked him during practice. Obviously, you know, as an interesting situation that they're investing that they're investigating, but they fired. Um, uh, sorry, they, they fired Urban Meyer and they have said that they will not pay him the rest of his contract 
due to the fact that you know it's like HR violation yes. basically. Yes, there yeah. were some violations, and and uh, which is awesome for the Jaguars for sure. You know because that would be you know you're on the, you're on the hook for sixty million bucks. Is that how much they his contract was? Yeah. Holy smokes, dude! That is outrageous. So I'm assuming he'll get a job back in college, kind of where he belongs, and hopefully Jacksonville can find a guy uh, to come in and and uh, and you know hopefully you know do a better job at what than what uh, than Urban Meyer. Yeah, I mean, I mean he kind of had to go. I was kind of surprised he didn't go after the initial bar thing. Yeah, you know, like I thought that was kind. I mean, it's literally caught on film. It was pretty. Is a tough look for sure. I mean, there's a lot of baggage there. I, th- I think it's the right play by Jacksonville to move on. And it's oh. not like they were succeeding either, you know? Exactly. So it's like, all right, let's turn this over and get her going again. Another top pick coming for Jacksonville this year for sure. Yep. Um, but uh, but I guess, you know, kind of speaking of, of coaching changes, Nate, we'll move into the NHL here. Um, kind of a, a sad one and a surprising one. And, you know, unfortunately, I picked this guy for my Jack Adams candidate in the preseason. But, but Paul Maurice, one of my favorite head coaches in the NHL, has resigned in Winnipeg. Um, you know, obviously, you know, an emotional press conference said he loved the city, loved the players, loved mm-hmm. the room, loved his time in Winnipeg, but uh, but thought it was a time for a new voice and you know, time that he you know he felt that the situation uh, that he he had squeezed everything out of the toothpaste container for lack of a better. I, I believe uh, he pretty much used that exact analogy. Yeah, um, it's weird to me. I don't really understand. Like you know. Um, Maybe he's just, you know, I think it comes down to, I think he just really wants that team to win and he just kind of has accepted the fact that they're not going to be able to do it with him as the coach, which is like really a crazy revelation. Yeah. You know? It is for sure. And, and um, yeah, it was emotional, man. I mean, I think a lot of the players in that room really like Paul Maurice. I know that uh, Blake Wheeler, the captain of Winnipeg, has a great relationship with him. Yep. Um, Nick but, Ehlers came out and said, forever thankful for his coach. Yeah, you know? for I mean, sure. I mean, Maurice seems like an absolute beauty. Yeah, and, so. and it's just not off. He's just... He's just such a compelling guy. He's just so well-spoken, and, and it's not oftentimes you see a guy resign, you know? No. Um, and anyway. Well, this is the weirdest thing is, like, obviously, if you get fired, like, you're still paid out your contract, but if you resign, it's just done, right? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, it's weird, but it's just the craziest thing, and I guess he's just done. No, exactly. And and now Dave Lowry will step in as the interim head coach, and, and uh, if you're not familiar with Dave Lowry, well, his son Adam uh, plays on the team. <laughs> Uh, so this that's is the, the weirdest thing, man. It's so odd. So obviously, you know, just kind of you know early speculation. We'll we'll expect uh, Adam Lowry to be on the top line. You know, logging power play penalty kill minutes. And I mean, this guy might be a nice pickup on the waiver wire. He very well could be. I also hear uh, what was it we were speaking of? Uh, Blake Wheeler's getting stripped of the C. It's yes. now going directly to Lowry. Yes, for sure. Um, that's so strange. Even even before all this happened, it was so weird. I remember we were talking about we were like, how is Lowry's dad the assistant coach? Like that must be so strange. Definitely, it'd be sweet like having your dad there coaching. But at the same time, wouldn't you? It be feel kind of weird, right? I think so. It, it actually would be you know a fun dynamic to study, just understanding the relationship between the two of them. I'm sure it's beyond professional. I mean, all jokes aside, oh, yeah. we're just open about that. I, I'm assuming that these guys like him because, I mean. I think Paul Maurice, obviously having him as an assistant, speaks to you know what this guy can bring, and, yep. and obviously he's confident enough, or the organization's confident enough in this guy to take over and, and keep the the Jets 
um, you know, above above water. I mean, they're not they, they haven't been that bad, which is another surprising point because I mean they're thirteen, ten, and five. It seems like I get the feel that it seems like they've been struggling. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I think they had a kind of a tough stretch at one point, but yeah, they're still there, and it's the season's so young. It is for sure. Yeah, I, they're going to be a competitive team in the Central, no doubt about it. Uh, they're a playoff team still, in my my opinion. <clears throat> so we'll uh, we'll continue to monitor the Winnipeg Jets with their new coach. I'm interested to see what's going to go on with the league here too. I mean, there's a lot of players out with COVID right now. I wouldn't be. I kind of this is kind of my call. I think they're going to shut it down. I guess this will be released Monday, but I'm saying Sunday night they're going to shut it down until after Christmas. Okay, that's I'm just making a call on it. I think yeah. it's I, I think it just kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean yeah. Florida's done. Uh, I think Calgary's done till the break. Boston, Boston. Yeah. yeah, I mean there's a lot of teams out. It's like you may as well just kind of set shut it down and start over after the break. Yeah, I I would agree. I I could I could definitely see them doing that. <clears throat> I mean. For the, I mean, and two for the NHL. I mean, um, you know, every. I mean, as we continue to deal with this Omicron variant, variant. I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to be going to the, to the Olympics. I mean, that's, no, they're not going they're not to the Olympics. Going. They're no. not going, which is a shame. But that also, if they shut they it down now, yes, yes, they have that entire month of February you can get games in. So to, uh, to kind of deal with the postponed games, yep. yeah, for sure. So Nate, I'm not sure. Did you see uh, Brett Conley last night? I did not see it, but oh. I was reading something about it. I, big hit from behind, eh? It wasn't was from behind, no. Um, so, so Tanner Kiro on the uh, on the Dallas Stars. So, kind of a ring ring around the boards pass. Yeah, and he was oh. uh, head around looking for it. Didn't get to him yet. Doesn't touch the puck. And Brett Conley folds the man uh, with a hit and uh, arms in the air, knocked out. It was a really scary moment. Um, oh. So Brett Conley will certainly be looking at a big suspension. Yeah. Like it was. I don't. I don't think he's a dirty player. No, by he's, any means. <clears throat> he barely even hits. Yeah, and it's just it's just a matter of like kind of like you know making at that time thinking that he's going to grab the puck doesn't. Yeah. And oh, uh, so he didn't even have the puck. No, it doesn't touch the puck. Oh, His gotta, head's turned around. It, it's really bad. Anyway, I gotta pull this up. Uh, Joel Pavelski, super emotional, crying during the interview after the game. Um, it really wasn't a, a great scene, man. Uh, you know, it's uh, Joe Pavelski it, was crying. Yeah, like it was. Um, you know, it, it, it's a scary moment. And Joe Pavelski said that uh, it reminded him of his. I mean, in 2019, did he have a bad hit? Uh, well, he got. I the only thing that comes to mind is in the playoffs there he got high sticked in the face or something. Okay. Right. In, yeah, and that play- was a scary moment. That's right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah. Um, Nate's just watching it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm just taking a look. Oh, oh, yeah. dude, man. That's bad. Yeah, that's that's a dumb. Yeah. That's tough. And hands in the air. The hands in the air off. is the scariest thing, man. For sure. It's just complete. You know, you're not expecting to take a hit like that. And, and he, he jumps a bit, too. It's it's a, it's a an ugly scene. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen the Tanner uh, Kiro hit, uh, obviously it's littered across social media, and you'll be able to check that out. But... Uh, but man, we're feeling for him right now. We're hoping, uh, you know, you know, for a promising okay. recovery. And, and Brett Connolly, I mean, I, I could see ten games. Yeah, man. oh, for sure, dude. He's had a, such a strange career too. He went sixth overall in 2010. He never really found his way. He went to Tampa. Yep. Nothing really happened. He went to Boston. Yep. He was. He really found his way in Washington. I mean, the guy was bagging 20 goals a year. He's on the Cup team. For sure. He's a terrific third liner. And then you know, this year he's been sent down a lot. Yeah. He's been down in the A, which. I mean, he's definitely an NHL caliber player. I'm just not sure what's exactly going on with the guy. Yeah, it's a I'm, shame on that hit, man. Definitely, definitely. And, and anyway, like we said, we'll, we'll we'll hope for a fast recovery from from Tanner Kiro. And, and if you haven't seen the Joe Pavelski, it's, it's interesting. You know, he gets super emotional. And obviously, you know, definitely that that hit 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 something uh, yeah. internally for him. I wanted to touch on Gerard Gallant because I don't think we talk much about Gerard Gallant, and he might be the most underrated coach. 
uh, and, and definitely the coach that's been treated with the most you know disrespect <sighs> in the last five years. It's not close. Um, but, man, he's got this Rangers team playing well. Um, you know, I think they're third overall in the league in points. Yep. Uh, he, I mean, he's just been – he's done such a great job and then has just been fired or, or released just for the most un, like unbelievable reasons. Well, the Florida one was super weird. Like, they were doing fairly well, too, yeah. and what they, they just called it and were like, yeah, you're done. They called him a cab and just yeah. got rid of him. Yeah. They were like, what, dude? And then he went to – Vegas. Vegas for the expansion team, obviously. Yep. Took him directly to the cup final. Yeah. Absolute Cinderella run. Yeah. Like, this team was, I believe they were plus 500,000 to win the cup. Okay. Like, they were, uh, I remember the sports books were buying back tickets from people for like half price because yeah. they were like, we're going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Because they set the odds way too high. Anyway, he took him there. They also kind of gassed him for like, no reason, really. Yeah. And now he's in New York. Well, yeah, thriving. Pete DeBoer got avail- became available, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we want DeBoer. It's like, dude, this guy brought you to a cup final. I'm so on Gallant more than I would want Pete DeBoer. Yeah, for sure. Like, but Good PEI boy. Exactly. Yeah, he's been awesome for the Rangers. So I, I thought we'd give them a, you know, a, a brief shout-out. and, and uh... The big news for next week's episode will be, you know, we'll break down kind of what happens throughout the week, and we'll continue to monitor, but we'll talk about the World Juniors for, for yeah. a nice part of the segment. So Big time. We can give our listeners uh, a nice preview and, and kind of the players to watch, and, and obviously Team Canada is going to be a fire wagon. 100%. And it's uh, it's also just a great preview for us as well, you know what I mean? Yep. We get to dial in on it, we know exactly who we're looking for, and it's definitely going to be something to look at, because I'm, I know there's so much downtime during some of those days over the like Christmas uh, break. I, yeah. I can say Christmas break like I'm like in high school. For sure. I'll never not say that. I feel like. Yeah. But uh, you know, you get a game like I'm. I love throwing. On, I'll throw on Czech Republic Latvia. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's gonna be some electric guy on that team For that sure. you're gonna want to watch. So make sure to check out the episode, and you'll uh, have the full understanding of who exactly you're looking for on those teams that have no chance of winning. Yeah. This exactly. Canada is a fire wagon. Absolutely. Well, they moving into the NBA. It's been an interesting week uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. So they're dealing with COVID. A lot of stars, a lot of superstars out with Harden and and uh, Joe Harris, and you know a lot of the lineups been uh, been struggling. But they have announced that they are bringing Kyrie Irving back. Yeah. And um, he can't play in New York, which I don't know if it, that's a state law that you have to be vaccinated to play basketball or play as okay. a, on the sports teams there. Um, but they're bringing him back, so he's going to play. I think there's like 27 road games they've got left that he's going to play in, and and uh, he enters the protocol immediately. Um, What's so. the move? Like, what is the end goal for this guy right now, though? I'm not sure. You know, if you can't play home games, like, what are you doing come playoff time? Yeah, you're just going to go sit out games one and two, and then go play the road games, and then play game six. I, I like. I, I don't understand this. And why didn't they just do this earlier? Yeah, I, I have like, no. What idea. is going on? Yeah, and it's not like they're in a bad place that they're you know they're right around at the top of the Eastern Conference. I mean, um, but yeah, it's just this guy is I I just I can't get a read on Kyrie Irving. It's man. just all about him. All like this is just so much negative attention again, man. Yeah, like what was the joke online? It's like you know he, he's 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 found like a plant based vaccine. What? And it's like, well, I didn't know there was there was meat in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's like what? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's just ridiculous. <laughs> that guy. You know, brings to the table, but we'll see Kyrie Irving back in uh, in action pretty soon. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to follow the Kyrie Irving show. Uh, a bit of a circus act. Um, Nate, I wanted to touch on DeJounte Murray, and, and he's a guy that, if you're not a big NBA fan, you probably don't watch much of him. But, man, this guy's an electric player. He pretty much carries the San Antonio Spurs. Um, the guy is an absolute lock in DFS. He puts up 50, 60 DFS points on the regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't often talk about the Spurs. I mean, after their gigantic run of championships... 
Yeah. Um, you know, with, with Ginobili and, and uh, you know, Tony Parker and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Tim Duncan. I mean, you know, they kind of fallen off. Like, they Kavich, have. I mean, you don't, you don't hear much about them. I mean, obviously DeRozan had a quick stop there. And, you know, they've had some good players. But this DeJounte Murray guy is the future for the Spurs. And, and if you're ever, you know, you know, looking for a guy or you need a guy in DFS, you're looking through the highly, the higher echelon guys, I mean, take a sniff at this guy. He's an absolute stud. I love it. I just pulled up the game log here. And, yeah, I mean, the rebounds, the assists. Like, he's pretty much running triple doubles every game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. 16, 10, 10, 6, 20. Absolutely went off against Golden State for 23 on December 4th. Like, holy smokes, man. So you're saying, what, 50 points a night? Yeah, so, like, I mean, cumulatively. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, yeah. For, yeah if so, you understand how DFS points work. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of a, uh, you know, it would be the product of all those stats. Um, Combined. And, uh, yeah, and so <laughs> he's he's been incredible. Nate, another funny story to the NBA this week. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. The kid. I mean, IT4, I mean, he was absolutely electric in Boston. Loved the guy. I mean, he's got to be the shortest guy in the NBA. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I find it so funny. But like, even when you look at Steph Curry, he yeah. looks so small down there. And then you look at Isaiah, and it's like, holy smokes, dude. Yeah. It's, like, mean, it's literally. He's 5'9". He's got to be. Oh, let me pull it. Um, dude, he's 5'9". Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's literally the same height as me. Yeah. I mean, never mind. I'm <laughs> yeah, six yeah. foot, but... Uh, so, He's like, shorter than me. No. He looks so little up there. Oh, man, 100%. It's crazy to think a 6'3", like a guy your height, looks yeah. like a absolute pipsqueak. For sure. Like, And then this... No, but, I mean, it's awesome that he's getting another chance. And he came out and he led the team in scoring. Yeah, dude. He comes out first game, bangs 19. Yeah. It's like, how are you? Welcome back to the show, Isaiah. I know, man. I love it. Awesome for them. I mean... I just I can't. That's another team I just can't get a read on right now. It's Brooklyn and LA. Obviously, they're they're winning games and stuff. But holy moly! And and, and as in Isaiah as as Isaiah Thomas went onto the court, standing ovation, big scene. So uh, they're happy to welcome him back. I mean, be, see how he does shooting wise. I mean, he he can he can score. I mean, he's had some fifty point games in his career. So we'll see. <laughs> yep. Yep. Should be good. I'm also just pulling up the standings here because you were just talking about how Brooklyn. Yeah, they're doing well. Um, what is it? Obviously, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm just pulling up the standings every time we're talking NBA here, and just always taking a scan through. I'm like, oh yeah, we got the go. Yeah, Lakers still, still just sitting there. Man, Memphis has been surprisingly good. Yeah, well, the they just there. They also go out and just blow teams out. Like yeah. obviously, they win by a thousand points that one game, and then we were pulling it up on the other pod, and it was what they they had another win like 49. Like yeah. that's just absolutely hum. Unbelievable, but uh, but Nate, I think it's time for our segment, my man. Are you uh, you ready to rock and roll? I'm known to be, Greg. We are playing. Which professional athlete are you bringing along? Let's get into it, and uh, and it's going to be quite a show. All right, Nate, I'm going to get things going here. Love it. You've been asked to come on to Celebrity Family Feud, but you need to fill out your team. Okay. You need to bring four athletes to fill out your team on Family Feud. Obviously, you know how it goes. You yeah, need yeah. some wits. You need some kind of quick thinkers. Yeah. Who are you bringing along as your athletes to help you out on Family Feud? Well, first off, <clears throat> I mean, the money I, The money's not like particularly high that you win on that show anyway. No. So um, I'm going solely for viral clips here. Okay. I'm taking Ovechkin. Okay. Kuznetsov. Okay. 100%. They're, I think they could absolutely come up with the most hilarious stuff. Yeah. And then for two more, I'll take, um I'm trying to think of some other Russian guys. Fully <laughs> I Russian. Ju- yeah. I just want Russians. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll Maybe go- Robin Leonard. No, he's not Russian, but he... Uh, Robin he, Leonard is a good... Yeah, I'm throwing good. Leonard in the mix. Yeah. And then I'm going to throw in Gronk. Okay. I'm going Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Robin Leonard, and Gronkowski. What a squad. <laughs> oh, 
unbelievable. That would be hilarious. You tell me the clips you're getting out of that. It's going to yeah. be hilarious. Is it Harvey? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, his yeah. head would be... Oh, he'd be losing. He'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Greg. First one. So mine, I'll, I'll go with this one. It wasn't my first one, but just on the theme of TV shows. You are going on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You're trying to win it. Yeah. And it's like, it's a team one. Yeah. It's been done before, I believe. There's the two of you. You got to pick somebody. Who are you bringing? Andrew yep. Luck. Okay. Smart yeah. guy. Oh, unbelievably smart. Um, obviously retired from the NFL after yep. just a short career. But I think that would be the guy that would I would bring, like in terms of... There's got to be somebody like behind the scenes too that's probably such like a whiz. At yeah, like, I can't think of it at the top yeah. of my head who would be just obviously just maniac smart. Um, I'm gonna go with Andrew Luck. I like it. Um, I think that he would be the guy at the top of my head that I would be like, okay, yeah, this guy's a machine in the classroom. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I Nate, like that. You're what? <laughs> nothing. I'm just bathing in. Uh... Anyway, what? Um, you're heading on a cross country road trip. Okay. On a motorcycle mm-hmm. from Newfoundland to Vancouver. Oh my God. Obviously, there's going to be some anxiety, and, and you <sighs> are riding on back. I couldn't do it, man. Who, which athlete are you choosing to drive the motorcycle on the cross country tour? For sheer, like, safety? For whatever. I mean, you're going on a, what is it going to be, 10 day trip on mm-hmm. a motorcycle mm-hmm. on the highways. Oh, man. Holy. You want to talk about anxiety? <sighs> No. Um, Ain't going to be Meek Mill. He'd be doing a wheelie. <laughs> I'm probably just going to take, like, Lewis Hamilton. Okay. Like, I know he probably hasn't had a lot of experience driving bikes, but, like, I feel like if there's a guy I'm, like, fully trusting, it'd be, like, Lewis Hamilton. You think that and... you're, like, you're going to trust that guy to go to the speed limit? No, but <laughs> I trust... fly off the back going 300. 100%, but I trust that he would be able to, like, keep it under control okay. the most. Like, who else would I take? Like, I mean, there's a few guys floating through my head now that I know I wouldn't take. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. um, But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Lewis Hamilton, I think. Okay, Greg, second one. You have an opportunity to get a, like, exclusive day-in-the-life video from an athlete. So you're strapping him with a GoPro. You're getting to see everything he does for the whole day, and it's, like, literally everything. Okay. You know what I mean? Who are you you picking? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Which athletes do I think live the most wild lifestyles? I would say NBA. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to go with a guy who, you know, maybe he's obviously a super. I'll go Trey Young. Okay. For Atlanta. I like that because he does a lot. It seems like he does a lot of, like, kind of, like, social media, like, meetup stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's pretty prominent in, uh, in people he'd be hanging out with. Yeah. So, like I think Migos that. goes is a bit, like, he hangs yeah. out with those guys a lot. And, That'd be cool to see, like, an inside, you know? Yeah. See what he's up to. Yeah, I like that. Poke my head in. All right, Nate. You're in ancient Rome. Oh, my god. You're in goodness. the middle of the Colosseum. Yeah. This is a fight to the death. Who are you fighting in the Coliseum? That I have to... Like, I'm trying to beat him, obviously. Yes. Rodrigo Blankenship. Okay. <laughs> Bring it, buddy. Okay. Like, I'll take him any day of the week. All right. That's... I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not fighting, like, anybody else. Yeah, like, so you're not, like, picking, like, Shaq. No! Yeah. Shaq would kill me. His yeah. foot's bigger than my body. Yep. Man, he must have a hog. Um, <sighs> moving, moving along now. All right, guy, you are out on a golf trip. Yep. Uh, you accidentally took your hole-in-one ball. Oh. Very, very important to you. You played it, and you threw it. You you missed up on your shot. You messed up on your shot, I should say. And this thing landed amongst a wild gator pit. Which athlete are you picking to go in there, fight off those gators, and get that hole-in-one ball back? I love it. I love it. Wow. Um, 
gosh. So I think you need to have a bit of agility. Yep. You, you gotta, I mean, obviously, I don't think any athlete's going to be surviving the cater pit if they end up getting irritated. Um, oh, my God, no. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert for a few reasons. What? Yeah. Okay, let's hear this. Well, this has got to be good. He's north of seven feet. Sure. So he's a big guy, and uh, and I think that he could he could find his way, slither his way in, go grab. He's obviously a tough guy. He's got some big – he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, patient too – Patient zero. He's patient zero. Yeah. So this is kind of the punishment for taking COVID as a joke. <laughs> but I think Rudy could go get it for me. Um, okay. I'm, I mean – it's it's tough. Like I'm I'm thinking like do you what, get some muscle head to get in there and just start throwing gators? Yeah, or like Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, or do you um or do you get like a small guy that can just like buzz in there? You know, like I'm thinking like Rudy going in there seven feet. Like that's just a lot of extra limbs for gators true, to be chewing true, upon. True. You get Isaiah Thomas to sneak in there, slither Ooh. in there. Mm. I but you also got to think of like a guy that's gonna be able to like not be afraid to go in. Yeah. So it's kind of a tough one, honestly. I uh, I'd probably just send Orlov in or something. Okay. Absolute sketch rush and probably dealt with some um, yeah. some gators the, in the past. So. Oh, do you know what the right answer was? What it was Khabib. Oh yeah, it is. Khabib. He's fought gators. Yeah, it's, yeah Khabib. it's Khabib. What are we doing, man? Yeah. Somebody's probably sitting here like the whole time, be like, "How are you not taking you, Rudy Gobert? Khabib fights gators. No, fought bears." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 What am I thinking of? Oh, now I'm in Leonardo DiCaprio sleeping in a bear to get ready for the Revenant. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Khabib did not fight Gators, folks. I must apologize there. That can be confirmed quite promptly. It's uh, it's been a, it's been a long episode, and and obviously, listen, we've got Christmas around the corner, so hopefully everyone's got their shopping done, getting ready for the holidays. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be completely honest. I was a little groggy today, a little on the foggy side. I expect to be feeling this way a couple more times throughout the holiday season. But hey, we'll catch these guys on Friday. Yes, we will. World Junior Preview. See you right before Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. How are you?